1: AM 630 The Word is proud to feature our Church of the Week. Our desire is that you will get to know the pastors and churches in our community and find a church you and your family can call home. Here's the host of our AM 630 The Word Church of the Week program, Director of Ministry Development, Marcus Burgos.
2: Thank you and welcome back to the Church of the Week program right here on AM 630. The Word, you know, I've been thinking, i've I've been reading the the book the old testament book of first of Samuel and uh one of my most favorite characters is in there and i and I love Samuel and I love all that happens in there but David man David really he gets me and there's so much to be learned from david and uh there's so much pain in him and one of the things that that really i've I've been talking about and 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 reading about in first samuel chapter 30. There's such an interesting dialogue that happens because David has just lost uh Ziklag and his and his wife and his family, everything and the men that were with him, they they all lost everything and they they lost to the point where they were bitter, they were angry and they were looking to attack David and David uh, one of my one of my favorite passages David, you know, he though he was distressed uh he encouraged himself in the Lord. And and that is such a powerful statement of, of how we can get to a place where what we have, the seed we have in our heart will encourage us to get the strength to move forward. But on his way back, he comes across a sick, a dying Egyptian boy, and they bring this dying, sick Egyptian boy to David and, and uh, David feeds him. David uh, strengthens him. David heals him, and and he begins to invest into this Egyptian. Uh, whereas you can think, you know, what I have my own problems. I I don't I don't have I don't need another burden. But David, being a, a type and shadow of Jesus in the Old Testament, he sees this young boy, and he begins to invest into him. Hmm. And once the young boy is is able to speak and is and is feeling better, David says, you know what. Now now that we have this relationship, would you lead me to who did this to me? Would you lead me to what, I, what I'm looking for? Hmm. Would, you, would you take me to those raiders? Would you take me to the town? Would you take me to the place that I can't go myself? And the young, the young Egyptian boy says, man, I, I'm going to take you, hmm. but, but, but let's make a promise. Let's make even better. Let's make a covenant. Hmm. I'll take you there, but you take care of me. I'll take you where you want to go, but you take care of me. And David says, "We'll do it." Mm. And because of that relationship, that that perhaps would have any any other person could have overlooked it and said, "This kid is dying; let him die." Uh, this kid, the, he's Egyptian. I don't have we're we're Israelites. We're the chosen. We don't have no time for these sinners, and would, just would have kept on walking. But this young Egyptian, sick and dying boy, became the key. To to one of David's greatest victories, because it was soon after that, that David was anointed to be king, that David became king Mm. for the first time soon after that battle. And so I want to challenge you today instead of looking over and instead of ignoring some people that that you consider to be not worthy, instead of uh, Mm. disqualifying people because they're they're so bad, they they can't be saved. God, they'll never change. They'll never give up that addiction let me tell you, if God did it for this young Egyptian boy, he can do it for them. And let me tell you who we, who else he did it for. He did it for me. He did it for me and in my life. And if, and if I will be so bold to say he has probably done it in your life. And so don't disqualify anyone. If God did it in you, he will do it in them. And what God is asking of you is take me. Take me to that place. Take me to those people. They need hope. They need love. They need forgiveness. Take me to them. And so today, I, will, I just want to challenge you and leave that seed on your lap. Don't just think salvation is only for you and for your and for us four and no more. It's, it's for the whole world. It's for all of San Antonio. And so let God use you and take Jesus to that next home. Take Jesus right into your neighborhood. And so we're here in, uh, in the AM630, The Word Studios, Church of the Week program. And I am so honored. Uh, to have a man of God uh, that has been in this city for several years, uh, a man that has has dealt with me so kindly, uh, he, Pastor Ruben Mendez, he is the senior pastor of Iglesia Shalom right here in San Antonio. Pastor Mendez, thank you so much for coming on board with us today.
1: Wow, thank you, Marcus, and thank you for that good word. I'll take that and and use it to my own benefit. But God bless you. It's good to be here.
2: Yes, I've been. You don't know. I've been after this man for years. <laughs> we <laughs> and, love you, and I, I'm so glad you finally came into the studio and we're able to talk. Now, I want to. I want to introduce San Antonio to you. Okay. Uh, some may know you because you were around the city. You did a lot of things in this city, but there, there's another group that don't even know you or, or don't know uh, Shalom Iglesia Shalom, right. and so. Tell me tell me before we get to the church and to sure. to the pulpit and to all that tell me a little bit about you were you a, a PK were you born into a Christian home uh how how was that in your upbringing and your conversion well i
1: was born in alice texas and mom was a, a very devout baptist uh woman of god and uh my dad didn't know the lord uh i was able to win my dad to the lord uh him and And with some influences, God allowed us to win my dad later. But uh, I, I grew up, and about 10, 12, up to about 18 that's when God really started to get a hold of me and and wanted me to become different and and started dealing with my life and separating me. And there's many stories. But, yes, that has been where I started, you know. And then when I was 18, I had a couple of of really miraculous uh, experiences that really showed me that I wasn't to follow just everything in this world, but I had a, a road to follow and that's what I've been after for all these years. So your your conversion
2: moment happened in your teenage years.
1: Yes, it sure did. It sure did. I was I was growing up, and and at ten years old I gave my heart to the Lord, and then at fifteen I, I really dedicated myself to the Lord, and then at eighteen I really had a a, a real move where God showed me that I wasn't just to follow the mm-hmm. world like so many of my friends were doing, you know,
2: I was different, and it was very divine. And that's what started my life, you yeah. know. <laughs> and so you began to to position yourself to go into ministry. Is that what happened there?
1: Yes. At, uh, I I went to a Bible college, and uh, I started there, and uh, it didn't go well. It's, it's a long story. And I ended up uh, back in Alice uh, after this wonderful start. Uh, cutting uh, yards of of field and uh, under the hot sun, and just saying I was just as miserable as I could be, yeah but then I, everything came back around two years I, I I dealt with this whole issue of because it was where God was getting ready for me to go because I finally ended up in a Bible college that I was able to really soak in and receive what God wanted. It was called Fountain Gate, a little Bible college. It doesn't even exist anymore. Yeah. But that's where I met my God. That was my penile experience, yeah. my
2: peniel. <laughs> yeah. Wow, isn't that interesting? And, and, I, and if you've lived long enough, uh, you go through your ups and downs. Absolutely. You know, and sometimes we, we have a plan and we think we know what God wants of our life. That's right. You know, and especially when you're young, 18 to 22 and 25, most of us thought we knew it all. Yes, I know. You know, know. and and then and then life hits us. That's right. We we run into a brick wall. That's right. And and I would imagine the difficulty of saying, Lord, I'm just trying to serve you. That's right. I remember one time, brother, I was sitting. I was so
1: miserable. I said, man, I've missed it. I've just over and over. I'm just kind of missing it, Lord. And and i was just frustrated and i went outside and and uh, uh i went to uh, psalms 119 everybody loves one psalms 119 and there was one scripture and it just it jumped out at me and it says i will praise thee with uprightness of heart when i shall have learned thy righteous judgment huh. and and i thought I haven't learned them yet, Lord, because I was so frustrated in in some of those things. But these are the things that, for me, to to push me forward, you know, uh, nothing was handed to me. I had to to learn, you know, in many ways, the hard way, you know, and and God took care
2: of me step by step and opened doors for me. You know, I I sometimes see that in how many times God told Joshua, just in chapter 1, yeah. He says, "Just be strong and of good courage." That's right. And he tells him that several times, you know. And and I don't know that Dave that that Joshua was so scared and so weak, but maybe he was preparing him, Joshua. Not every everything is not going to just fall into your hands. That's right. You're going to have to fight for some of these That's things. Right. That's right. You know. And then I and then I realize you look That's at right. the story of Israel. That's that, right. You know, the people of Israel they left Egypt. They they lived through the desert, and they finally get. And Joshua takes command. And they walk into the promised land. And don't you know that they had more fights in the promised land than they ever did anywhere else. That's right.
1: That's right.
2: You know, once they walked into what God had promised them, now the fight begins. Yes. You know, and it it sounds like you. You're you're trying to do it. God is calling you. He's tugging with you. And this fight is happening. And now you hit a wall. You know.
1: Uh, the blessing is after obedience. A lot of people want a blessing, but they're not willing to obey and to walk it out. But we need to remember that. Yes, God has so many things, but but he, we have to walk out our faith. We have to walk out our obedience, and and then He has so many opportunities, you know, that He can He can take us in different ways and everything. And that's been a little bit my story, you know. Yeah. I, I mean, I'll give you just a couple of funny. You said a little funny experiences. I was going to marry somebody else. I mean, I was dead on the road to marry. <laughs> a girl from Alice, Texas. And she was a fine girl, a Christian girl, but she wasn't what God had for me. And so I had to go through that whole experience, you know, and, 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 you know, it's never easy because, you know, you, you think you're in love and then all of a sudden all these things happen, but thank God, Oh, I met the right one because look, and Susan and I have been together 36 years, five kids, five grandkids, you know, and, and we're just
2: we're in love. We're still in love. Crazy, aren't we? <laughs> it's it's crazy the similarities in our life, uh, brother. Because I was on we were on the same road, and I was planning on marrying somebody else. You know, and and I thank God. I thank God. He saved me not only from sin hell and the grave but (laughs) but from a wrong marriage yeah you know i didn't have to get i thank god i didn't have to get divorced i never got married with her and i married the one god had for me that's good and and i love you honey that's good (laughs) and so susan i love you too because you're going to be listening to this (laughs) and so but but there's something to be said about failures Mm -hmm. and and what we deem to be failures and somebody today is is grappling with with that failure? I have failed, failed myself. I I've, I've, perhaps I I've failed God, you know. If you could remember all the the emotions, and and as you're cutting grass, that's a lonely job. Oh yeah, you have a lot of time to think. Oh yeah, you know. And I, there
1: was no uh, iPods or anything back then to man.
2: distract you. Nothing, just. Yeah. The sun and your thoughts. <laughs> right. And so as you as you're grappling with with you know, I should be over there, but here I am. I'm trying to serve the Lord. I tried it, and a lot of people they give it their best once. Yeah. And That's they good. and and then and then they stop. And you know, I tried church, I tried preaching, I tried serving the Lord. It didn't work. It's not for me, and they and they head on back. That's right. How would you encourage someone today well, after a failure even?
1: The Bible says that the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And, and a righteous man is not the one that falls and stays down. It's the one that gets up seven times. That's right. In other words, he stumbles a few times. And so God wants to keep moving us forward. You know, uh, We were never made to learn it all at once. God wants us to have a walk. This is a daily walk where you learn and he gives you information. And then you work on that information and then he teaches you about faith and you work out your faith. And every day it's a creation of his process in you. So I love to talk about that to, to my men, to my church. You know, we're more than overcomers through Christ Jesus. Who said, and greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. So sometimes you feel miserable. You feel horrible. But he's greater than that. And he, he'll pull you out of the mud, out of the miry clay, and, and he makes his worst things that have gone on in your life, and he turns them around for your benefit and for your glory. That is, to me, one of the greatest messages that we
2: live today. He will overcome us, help us overcome even in our failures. You know, and the Bible nowhere... Does it say that once you give your life to Christ or once you start coming to church, everything is going to be great and beautiful and it's going to be a tiptoe through the tulips? At no point is that promise ever made. That's right. But That's in right. Isaiah 43, he says, when you go through the fire, I'll be when when you go through the waters, they will not overtake you. You know, and we see these stories. The, the Hebrew boys were actually literally thrown into the fire. That's right. And, and we see that he was there. Was he was there with them? That's right. That's you know? right. And so all of these, all of these things, and we know. Fast forward to the New Testament, Romans eight twenty eight. You know, for we know that all things will work together for the good. Yeah. And so it 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 won't always feel good. They they're not all good things, but it'll work together for your good. Yeah. And so we should not quit.
1: No, we shouldn't quit. We have to look at those that have gone on before us. You know. Uh, those that have gone through the fire and, and God was able to raise them up and they had a message for their generation yes. and they were able to influence their season of their life. And And I want to encourage you. I, I just feel that I, I'm speaking to some young men right now and you're making some decisions. Well, well, God wants to lead you and guide you so he can use you. Yeah, that's right, you. That uh, Right there where you're at. Yes, he wants to raise you up and use you so you can make a difference in your generation and not just be another life that just kind of floats by like a feather and just, no, no, you want to be something that God uses, a mouthpiece that God uses a life
2: that God uses. Amen. Amen. And, and I I received that. And if you're listening to this today, I want you to know who you're listening from. Uh, This is pastor Ruben Mendez. He is the pastor of Iglesia Shalom. And so, uh you're listening to AM 630 the Word Church of the Week program. And now let's let's transition. Let's talk about the church now. Sure. Tell tell where where is the church at? Well, we're at
1: 16320 Hebner Road. And basically that's on the corner of Bitters and Hebner. So everybody kind of knows where Bitters is and Hebner. So you can come off 1604 mm-hmm. and go down on Hebner a little bit and you're there. Or you can come off uh, two eighty one, go up uh, Bitters, and you'll come up to Hebner. Turn left, and there, and we're there uh, sharing uh, a, a place with uh, Baruch Hashem. Ah, yes. Uh, and uh, we're we're just a, a church that God has raised up in the last year, and uh, we're excited. We're excited about God's working. We have uh young people sometimes uh i just count how many young people are in our church and i say wow they're here listening to me and uh <laughs> and and it's because they're hungry and yes. they want to hear the word and they're sitting and they come every sunday and then we have couples and and and, and we have some ancianos some wonderful uh elderly elderly men and women of God that have blessed me so much women of God so yeah come in
2: come and be part of it vengan <laughs> and so one of the things about Iglesia Shalom shalom if you don't know uh means peace that's right and uh what what is what is it what is the peculiarness of of Iglesia Shalom could you could you give me something about about the church well the name uh
1: was we felt given by God Shalom means peace, but it it also means well-being. It means a a, a foundation that's secure. Mm. It also means prosperity. By the yes. way, Shalom. If you study the Hebrew Shalom, it's a, it's a very all-encompassing word, and so that's why everybody says Shalom Shabbat, Shalom Shalom. You know, yes. uh, peace and prosperity and goodness be to your life. So that's the first thing. The next thing is that you know uh, we have. Three basic visions. We don't shy away from it. We believe in revival in the church so that hearts can get saved and get discipled and straightened out and life comes to them. We believe in the family, and so we do a lot of ministry to couples and family and children. And then we believe in, in, in blessing Israel, supporting Israel, uh, the prophetic timetable, teaching the people about where we're doing, who we are, where we're going, so we're not ignorant, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people, yeah, they, they're, they're, they might know a little bit about the Bible, but they don't know about the whole uh, thing that, or, or the prophetic timeline that God's doing. That's what we want to teach our people also. So that's
2: kind of our basic vision. You know, a, a church for some in their mind and probably those that don't go uh because they've had some experience is a place of of condemnation a place where they're preached they're preached at mm-hmm. but what i'm hearing in in you and even in the name of the church shalom right. peace and prosperity and a strong foundation it's a place of good news yeah absolutely thank you for that because uh
1: we've we've always said you know that if you have to tell people what to do when to do it how to do it all all you've done is made robots i've always felt like you know you you teach them the beauty of who jesus is and the and the greatness and how big he is and all that and then they start forming their life in christ and and it's interesting that it'll be uh, like a fan of many colors you won't just have somebody cookie cutter yeah just like you are because that would be miserable you want people yeah boring you want people to expand some in prayer and prophetic and some in israel and some in teaching the word and some in service but it's because you you give them jesus and then jesus puts it out there so be careful that you're not browbeating the people and you're not telling right. them what to do, when to do it, how to do it. That is not what a, a man of God does. A man of God teaches the word and gives them life and bread, gives them manna, pays the price to bring mm. manna. That's that's my heart anyway.
2: And so if today you're you're listening, sir or ma'am, and you're hearing and you think, you know what? I'm nothing like Reuben. I'm nothing like Pastor Pastor Mendez. Then you know what? Then maybe for that very reason you need right. to go visit Iglesia Shalom. <laughs> yeah. Because this is a place where you can be you. That's right. That's you don't right. have to be a clone That's right. of of Pastor Ruben. You could be you and God could use you there. As a matter of fact, I would say that there's probably an opening for some for some new people, for Absolutely. some different people Absolutely. to be to come to your church. Pastor Ruben, won't you won't you invite San Antonio? Take your time and invite San Antonio to church.
1: Absolutely. Well, uh, you know, we're right there. We meet at two o'clock on Sundays, and we're excited every Sunday. We're there at two o'clock. You come. We have a, a nice facility there that the Lord has provided. We also have a Wednesday uh, where we do uh, Instituto Shalom, which we teach the Word, and we have some some great study. We just finished Ephesians, and we're in the book of Acts, like a lot of people, and so we're we're studying the book of Acts, and then of course we have uh, women's prayer. We have Saturday morning prayer, just a lot of other wonderful things. But uh, it's a place uh, to find your identity in Christ, okay? Not to become a cookie-cutty Christian, but to come and find and be a dynamic man or woman of God that is filled with His Spirit, finds His place in God, and begins to make a difference, not in the whole world, but in your little world, and then that little world can affect the whole world. And that's what Iglesia Shalom is all about. And, and you know, uh, I believe God wants us to, to, to expand. You know, everything about the kingdom is expand. Yes. Everything about the kingdom is growth. And, and uh, how are you going to affect your world around you? It starts, of course... In your family and your personal—that's why we we minister to couples. You know, we we talk to couples. Uh, yes, couples—they uh, they were brought together for a purpose, but then real quickly, the Lord says, "Now I use you as a couple, and I'm going to use you to do things together." And that's what God has done with Susan and I, and so we 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 teach on that. And then, of course, the young people—I uh, believe in just pouring into the young people passion you know, and, and just saying, you know, you can have a passion in your life. You don't have to sit home and, and do video games all your life. You don't have to, uh, you know, just look when you're going to be able to smoke marijuana with your friends again and get a little high so you can get a little or, or just wait for the weekend so you can party. No, you can have a purpose. You can get them up every morning and have a purpose. You can have such a purpose that everybody will be astounded at, at, the, at the drive. You know, people were amazed at how Jesus would walk from town to to town because he had a purpose he had a reason he had a, a goal in mind and god wants to put that it's already in your dna brother mm-hmm. It's already written there it's it's not something that oh I've got to find it no no, it just needs to be birthed it needs yes. to be brought out it needs to be ignited in the name of Jesus you know and I, I just want to encourage everyone that uh and it's it's not just at iglesia shalom it's happening all over san antonio yes. san antonio it's it's reached its time and and the and the match is striking yes and the and the and the i believe I believe with all my heart that there's no better season. And right now to get really involved in what God wants for you in your life, your family, in Jesus' name. Tell tell us again your address. Okay, our address is (laughs) 16320 Hebner Road, which is basically on the corner of Bitter's and Hebner and you can come off sixteen oh four, you can come off two eighty one and and you'll see it there. It's a it's a building, it's got a lot of oak trees, real pretty place to park. Right. We have a gymnasium, we have a, a sanctuary. Are just you a on group. are you on the internet? Yes, we are. What's
2: the what's the website? Iglesia shalom. Iglesiashalom.org.org. Iglesiashalom.org. Yes, and on so. Facebook you can find us there too. Pastor Ruben, thank you so much for God being on the air with us. Uh, this is Church of the Week, KSLR, AM 630 The Word, bless San place. Antonio. Uh, we will see you in church on Sunday. God bless. God bless. Thank you for joining us today as we featured our
1: AM 630 The Word Church of the Week. We hope that during this past half hour, you got a chance to know the pastor and learn something about their church. We encourage you to get involved in your local community church. If you'd like to nominate your pastor to be featured on an upcoming Church of the Week program, submit your nominations at am630theword.com.